0: underpowered hour on this week's show winterizing your land rover doing an ev body swap and land rovers in the movies and now without further ado here's the show Welcome to the Underpowered Hour. I'm Stephen Barris, mild-mannered television executive by day and Land Rover collector by night. You can find out more about my cars and what we're working on at the or check us out on Instagram at The Barris Collection. I'm joined, as always, by my good friend, Ike Goss.
1: Thank you to everyone joining us today. I'm the 20-liter steel NATO jerry can to Steve's Platinum AAA membership I'm the roadside gas attendant of podcasting, Ike Goss. I own and operate Pangolin 4x4 in Springfield, Oregon, where we live and breathe Land Rovers. Check us out online on Facebook, Instagram at Pangolin 4x4. Let's get started.
0: All right, Ike, in the news uh, this week to start off, I don't know uh, if you uh, happened by a an interesting article about a company called the Zero Labs. It's doing an electric uh, Bronco conversion, so if you're too impatient to wait for the electric Bronco, which apparently Ford is going to make an electric Bronco at some point in the future, that makes sense. I mean, of course they would. I think the F-150, uh, the Lightning, the electric uh, F-150 is like the most popular electric car of all time. It doesn't exist yet, um, but they're doing an electric Bronco. But before they do, this company, Zero Labs, uh, is going to uh, is going to do some Bronco conversions. I guess they've done one because there's one real picture on their website. <laughs> the rest are are sort of SolidWorks drawings uh, or, or renderings of cars. But they also, according to their website, will do a Series Land Rover for you.
1: Yeah, I have uh, seen, I guess, several of their press releases floating around on like sponsored Facebook, you know, content yeah. and sponsored Instagram content for quite a while now. I'm going to say maybe a year or more, and uh, I have yet to see anything other than vaporware with respect to the Land Rover. So I think they're they're trying to get somebody to bankroll their you know, their project, essentially.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting concept. I mean, it sounds like they'll do a restoration on uh, a series Land Rover, so you can just pay them some dollar amount, which would be pretty significant, and they're going to throw in a, uh, you know, they're going to throw in, you know, a vintage series uh, Land Rover that they found somewhere and restore it, repaint it, redo the interior and all that sort of business, and then really just drop that body shell on top of, uh, their sort of platform. They've got this, um, you know, sort of uh, EV platform, and you can, you know, you can you sort of customize it to a certain degree. They have two battery sizes. With the largest one, they have a hundred uh, kilowatt hour battery, which is apparently good for two hundred and thirty-five miles, which is a pretty usable amount of range. I guess a DC fast charger just does all that kind of stuff. Um, you can get a single or a dual motor uh, configuration, which I think is is kind of cool. That uh, you know, you can have four wheel drive done uh, with dual motor with a little torque vector between the two motors which is kind of cool that i guess it's it's interesting i guess if you don't get dual motor you just have a two-wheel drive car i guess
1: mm, perhaps yeah what i what i'm not sure about is like does this
0: platform exist or is it also just a solid works drawing yeah yeah well that's a great question it's a great question. They're made here in California, apparently. Maybe I'll I'll drive over there and check it out. The Google Street View there. They
1: have you know they have several photos. Well, I won't call them photos. I'll say yeah. pictures on yeah. their website, and uh, you know they have the you know sort of progression, which looks very simple. Mm-hmm. They just remove the body, and then they rebuild it, and they put it on their platform, right? Yeah. But uh, the platform does not look like it would accommodate an actual Series Land Rover body,
0: right? So that I don't may be think, troublesome.
1: I, I think that might be a problem.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's just like restoring any car. I mean, first you find an old car, then you restore the old car, and then you have mm-hmm. a restored car. It's just that simple. Uh, it looks like there are only four steps, so
1: I can't imagine this taking more than a week. Yeah, it's pretty simple. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's it's
0: pretty simple. Um, it does have independent front and rear suspension, which would be kind of interesting in a series car. Uh, disc brakes, air suspension, all that sort of stuff are, are options. It is kind of interesting because it really, it, I mean, the, the chassis is not even remotely a series Land Rover anymore. You're really putting a series body, uh, or a Bronco body, uh, on top of this sort of uh, skateboard um, of electric car, and then I imagine just hooking up the sort of controls, right? Which... Uh, uh, you know yeah.
1: yeah you just run some lag screws down, yeah, down through the, the series
0: land rover floors no. into the batteries yeah it's <laughs> i think they've got they've got some <laughs> some strips of pressure treated lumber along the side you just screw into it um and uh, you're good to go you just use some some you know some deck screws get something galvanized to you know so it's sort of in fashion and you would be all right
1: I mean, I can't imagine somebody. There's got to be somebody who's just like, "Oh, this is a great idea. Here, have a bunch of money." But um, yeah, y- you know, uh, somebody's got to be like, "Have you ever done this before? Does this <laughs> uh, like, how does this work exactly? Because your yeah. photographs don't make it."
0: Well, Makes and you sense. look at the uh, you look at the jaunt guys down in uh, in Australia. I'm sorry, New mm-hmm. Zealand, I mm-hmm. believe, um, No, it is Australia, I think. And uh, one of the two, and I apologize to both countries for not knowing which one is there. I know you're very different, um, but uh, they. I mean, the videos that that gentleman has posted. We should we should reach out to that guy at some point. He seems like a fun guy to talk to. Um, you know, it's an extensive extensive amount of engineering that they've done to be able to electrify the uh, series cars in the way that they do. Um, Um, it, it just feels like, you know, the option of just switching your series truck over onto an electric skateboard is maybe not not quite as straightforward as you would as you would hope. I certainly think you know the Bronco Icon is doing uh, is doing uh, Broncos and um, and they've like basically completely remanufactured the superstructure of the Bronco in order to make it like even remotely safe enough to drive on modern uh, roads at high speeds and things like that. So I can't imagine you can just take the Bronco body and just stick it on top of the skateboard either. But Maybe you can. I don't know. Maybe if really all you're talking about is a body shell maybe it doesn't matter. You know all of the steering dynamics and everything they're all they're all mostly akin to the uh to the you know the chassis platform and i it's going to be so crazy heavy uh because of all the batteries and everything located and maybe you don't have to worry about it rolling over and things like broncos would
1: maybe maybe the thing is we're not considering the scale does it say the scale anywhere on the website maybe it's like a model Oh, it's an RC.
0: It It could be an RC. That's you're right. Yeah, (laughs) you're right. It's one twelfth scale, so it's for GI Joe. You can put a Barbie in it, and it's uh, gonna be
1: horribly disappointed when you get it. You know, it's funny. Uh, You know, Liza,
0: my my wife. uh, It's Christmas time, and we have an insane Christmas decorating thing. We live on one of those streets, this cul-de-sac, where mm. all the houses decorate. It's absurd. It was disclosed when we bought the house as like, you know, like some things are like, you know, there's a, there's a, a you know, a, a child molester that lives on your street or there was a murder in your home or, no, no, we got the... Houses heavily decorated for Christmas, like houses, like it's <laughs> on the same level as someone was murdered here. Um, and it's true; it's it's a serious amount of decorating. So we thought, oh, wouldn't it be fun to have like a like a lighted lamp post, like out on the on the you know sidewalk? Maybe it has a little sign or something. you know, something very Christmassy and festive. Yeah. Liza found this great deal. An amazing deal for one on Amazon. She's like, this thing was like only like, it was like $25. Like it was so cheap. And it showed up and literally it was six inches tall. It was amazing. So that's what's going to happen with this electric Land Rover. Yeah, you're going to get a six inch tall
1: <laughs> Series 3 Land Rover.
0: You know, given that, having 235 miles of range, that is really impressive. That is very impressive. Anyways, if you did want to buy this one six scale uh, Land Rover model, uh, the Bronco starts at $185,000. Mm-hmm. Um, but. <laughs> but it can go up to as much as $400,000 depending on what you'd like to do um with yeah. it. I I would like for $400,000 I'd like to have the series of bodies just hanging in the garage and then just just park the skateboard under the one that I'd like to drive that day and just lower it on, you know, tighten up the deck screws inside and 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 go, you know?
1: I don't see anything I don't see why that's not reasonable.
0: Well, I wonder how it performs uh in the winter. Uh, I wonder because it's a uh it's a it 's an entirely battery based car I wonder how it is in the winter, which is a carefully crafted segue into our next segment, which is uh yeah you're going to have to ask yourself that when you when you do your trip i'm going well oh, yeah it's going to be amazing that's going to be we we'll, we'll, we'll talk about we 'll talk about the plan talk about the big expedition plan at some point in the future stay tuned uh in the uh in the uh, underpowered hour cinematic universe that we are building, uh, (laughs) you can uh, find out more about that. But uh, today, uh, we wanted to talk a little bit. As it's getting chilly outside, here in California, it is... Almost sixty degrees outside, so Whew. there are people who are dressed for uh, and like an expedition to Mount Everest. Uh, they have the furry hoods on, UGG boots, uh, their heavy layered pants, uh, heavy heavy down jacket, the Canada goose jackets.
1: You you folks like your outdoor clothing, don't yeah, you?
0: Yeah, they're wrapping themselves in Canada geese just to sort of stay <laughs> stay warm. Anything they can do. Uh, again, I mean, the temperature could get as cold. It's 55 degrees here, Ike. Which I know it just—I mean, people start dying here uh, in Beverly Hills when it is 55 degrees. They go outside yeah. and, and just immediately panic. Can't wait um, till it gets to 50. Oh, unheard of, unheard of, unheard of. A state of emergency is declared, much like when it rains here. Just a state of emergency. Everyone crashes into everyone else. It's it's insane. So as the weather gets colder in the rest of the country, where it's actually cold, or back home where uh, in Canmore, where there's already you know, probably three feet of snow. Um, We thought maybe we would talk about uh, winter weather prep uh, for your uh, classic or series uh, Land Rover. In my case, you know, I drove my Defender, Defender New, so I drove a, uh, you know, a NAS Defender every uh, day or... Uh, many years in Canada, uh, in serious winter weather, or with a soft top uh, on it, and then then I, I did get one of those fiberglass, uh, you know, tops that they had that like fit over the roll cage. I think it made it much much worse. And then eventually, it got so cold that trying to close the the tailgate one day, it just simply broke right off the car. The hinges just snapped off the roof, and that was, <laughs> that was the end of that. I had to take it and just shove it in the back of the car and uh, and uh, drive around with a gaping hole in the back of the Defender for a few days until I could get that stupid thing off and get the soft top back on. So
1: Yeah, the fiberglass tops are um, not renowned for their durability. Yeah. yeah, it was
0: not great. It was not great. Uh, however, I, I still to this day feel like the roof on that car would have made the ultimate uh, you know, four-man downhill toboggan. I think it's the perfect shape, perfect it, the material. The first
1: bump, it would have come it just apart. Exploded. The, first the first one, first one. yeah, it would have
0: exploded. Everyone <laughs> would have died of a, like a fiberglass shard to the heart. Uh, oh my god! I mean, there and it, it is like seriously, the hinges snapped away, and it was it was razor sharp, and then the struts were still on, and I. Inexplicably, couldn't break the struts off because I didn't really. I had tools, but they weren't the right size for the stupid fiddly little nuts that they put on there. And anyways, it was a it was quite the ordeal uh, to deal with that thing. But uh, but yeah, then went back to the soft top and it was just really cold all the time.
1: My friend's fiberglass top died in a
0: hailstorm. Oh yeah, yeah, that'll happen. That'll happen. Yeah. I finally then i got a I got a roof from a military uh, from a wolf uh, car that I got out in Sofia. Uh, I think I've told that story before. That uh, you know the Canadian forces uh, has a joint base out in Suffield, and they would surplus Land Rover stuff all the time. In fact, I went to a surplus auction of Land Rovers that looked like they were blown up by, a, by tank fire, but they were still selling them. So, anyways, got a roof that way, and metal roof made a lot. Big difference. Big difference. Nice. Nice. More leaks. I also, Linux. I I lined a line to the inside. Yeah, of the I've seen it. I've seen it. I know you're. Yeah. I know you like the line, The Rhino line lining. Anyways, um, so preparing your 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 classic Land Rover. Like, what are what are some of the things that you like to do, uh, to a you know two and a quarter or a, an older uh, diesel uh, car, maybe to get them ready. Uh, for the uh, frigid temperatures uh, that are about to, or have in many cases already, uh, befallen uh, the country.
1: Yeah, you know, I think that uh, these cars are fairly hardy in terms of driving them and starting them and so forth mm-hmm. in cold weather. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm from Indiana originally, and uh, I didn't have any trouble starting these cars in temperatures as cold as negative 30 Fahrenheit, Mm -hmm. which is, uh, which is reasonably cold. Yeah, Yeah. Um, you know, I think some of the things that are important to remember when you're driving these cars in cold weather is that, um, you know, the heater isn't going to work unless the coolant gets warm. And, uh, that uh, means that you have to have coolant in it, which a lot of people forget. (laughs) And you also have to make sure that the thermostat that's in the car is of a temperature that is on the warmer side so that the heater works its best. Now, um, a lot of people don't touch their thermostat, don't think about their thermostat, don't change it out when it gets cold. But uh, there are several different thermostats that were made for Series Land Rovers all the way from 72 Celsius to Mm -hmm. 88 Celsius. Now, the warmer the thermostat is, the hotter it's going to get before it opens and that means the better the heater is going to work so on a series Land Rover the 88 degree which is now kind of an unusual thermostat mm-hmm I think the other one's 82 degrees. Yeah, 82. Yeah. Those yeah, those two thermostats are the best ones to use in the in colder weather and that it's going to make your heater work better. For those of you who uh, bought a Santana off of eBay, I'm really sorry cuz those cars generally don't have heaters at all.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they just don't have anything at all. Yeah. Don't
1: don't have anything yeah, at yeah, all. But but other folks, you know, they've got the Smith's Round heater or they've mm-hmm. got the Kodiaks and the mm-hmm. Kodiaks are are quite actually good. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, most Land Rovers of that vintage the door seals is really what lets them down all the cold air coming in yeah. you know
0: it, or it's, the uh, the the scuttle vent uh, you know the uh, the dash vent uh, seals not uh, mm-hmm. not sealing uh, at all, I had that problem in my stage one. It was uh, cold enough this morning that uh, having that cold air blow fast, uh, blow past that's the uh, sixty Desmond's.
1: degree air. Oof,
0: yeah, that's uh, <laughs> the, 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 uh, just a frigid, frigid sixty five degree air. Uh, we'll see. Um, see oh. on a
1: stage one, you, it's no problem because nope. you've, you've only got about ten minutes until that sucker overheats. Well, the
0: heater, the heater doesn't work. <laughs> the heater, in fact, isn't the the heater valve was deleted because they they famously rust to shit inside right. and uh, turn to nothing. So they simply bypassed it entirely and just ran the lines directly to the heater core but then sure. the heater core isn't hooked up to anything so it can't be turned on and the the little flapper door can't be actuated open so the heater just doesn't doesn't work at all which again is no problem at all because like you said 10 minutes after it started the engine is already just about overheating so it's yeah. uh, you know so it's it's fine it, it radiant heats from the transmission which is uh, which is a nice feature of the uh, of the stage one uh, that uh, you know you don't get in uh, in other cars. But um, you know my, my series three doesn't ever get really warm enough to provide any kind of serious amount of heat in the uh, from the heater core by the time I get to where I'm going ten fifteen minutes away. Um, what's your thought? on uh, a radiator cover of some kind of radiator muff do you subscribe to that or are you oh, I love, uh, no I go. love the
1: muff you I love, love the muff, muff. <laughs> yeah, I love do. the muff yeah you do <laughs> uh, y- yeah you know the the radiator muff can help you achieve a warm temperature in the cooling system more quickly than Mm -hmm. not using it Mm -hmm. so it, it certainly can be helpful in super cold weather i know sometimes we go to death valley and uh it gets super cold there in the single digits um fahrenheit and yep. so it's, uh, it really does make a difference um, when you're you know, driving at a reasonable speed. To, to yep. use that radiator muff keeps the, the heat in the radiator. Uh, and I use an 88-degree thermostat on the, yep. the cars that I bring there. But yep. still, it, it helps it to keep and maintain that temperature in, in super cold weather. So yeah, absolutely. I, uh, my favorite manufacturer of uh, radiator muff is Coors Light. Oh, I yeah. like to use the yeah. uh, the Coors Light box. Mm-hmm.
0: And is that because uh, you know it's as cold as the Rocky Mountains uh, when you uh, apply it? It's true. Yeah. 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 And it really sets the paint off as well, I think.
1: Yeah. I like, know. they sell a lot of these fancy radiator muffs on uh, on the internet, and a lot of shops sell them. They're just, like, special, yeah. you know, vinyl or... or uh, quilted
0: vinyl somehow. Nylon. Keeps your radiator nice and cozy.
1: Yeah, but you got to take the grill off and all this stuff. So yeah. Just put a box over it. It's
0: great. Yep. In uh, in Canada, um, in the summers. Slight segue. We would use screen door material over the uh, over the radiator because uh, the grasshoppers are so large, driving through the prairies, that if one of them comes at your radiator at the right angle, it'll punch a hole right through your radiator. So you need the uh, you need the screen door material to catch them before they do damage to your radiator bust a hole in your radiator. A plague of locusts. What are you yep. Canadians been doing? Yeah, you know, we're and this and that. You know, it's this yeah. and that. That's why the Canada geese are so goddamn. Humongous, because of the uh, <laughs> it's a curse. like you know, it's it's like it's a it's a Cold War between the two of them. Like which ones can get bigger? you know? Locusts or geese? Yeah, locusts get bigger, so the geese don't eat them, and the geese get bigger, so they can eat them. And it's just a slow progression. Pretty soon, we're gonna have you know geese the size of a Volkswagen, that, giant be woolly geese of Canada roaming the plains. That's how we. Uh, that's how this whole thing ends with the giant uh, tundra geese of Saskatchewan, Jurassic yeah. Yeah. goose, Oh, man. Nothing sucks worse than a geese I'll tell you that much right now. We're going to take a very quick break to hear from this sponsor. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armor All, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armor All products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. And now back to the show. Anyways, um, so what do you what do you have in the car? Like when you're when you're going to uh, you know you're doing a death or even even better you know going uh, for me up in the mountains up to Canmore and things like that in the Rockies. What kind of what kind of shit do you uh, do you carry with you? I certainly I certainly carry a medical kit. And I, I reviewed
1: yeah. your list. I'll, I'll be honest. Oh yeah, I you reviewed, reviewed it. Yeah, I I've, reviewed your list before the show, and let yeah. me go
0: through that for our listeners. Yeah.
1: We got we got a medical kit, right? Yeah. And we got a recovery gear, we got flares, we got an overnight sleep kit, we got a small shovel, and we got a traction mat. Okay, so I'll tell you what I do here. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Medical kit, tarp, right? You can use it as a tourniquet, you can use it to stay warm, just tarp. Right? just a tarp yeah recovery
0: gear fabric tarp or uh, like a plastic tarp or, a, or like a fabric tarp? Uh, like
1: a, you mean an oiled canvas tarp yeah versus a nylon tarp yeah either either will okay. work
0: i don't think linus has ever owned anything but an oiled canvas. does he own anything uh, that isn't oiled canvas it just, it,
1: no even no. his underwear is oiled even canvas the, yeah. it's true it's yeah. true um and he oils himself uh yeah, recovery gear recovery yeah. gear no yeah. tarp okay <laughs> You, you can yeah, yeah. You, you can roll yeah. it up and use it as a rope, yeah, or you rope, can yeah. put it under the wheels. Tarp. Uh-huh, uh-huh. tarp. Tarp. Yeah. Okay, flares, tarp. You can just set it on fire. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Over yeah. Overnight sleep kit. Yeah, well, that's all tarp, tarp, yeah. tarp, just roll yourself up like a burrito. Yeah. Uh-huh. You got a tarp.
0: Yeah.
1: You got a tarp. Traction mat. Yeah. Tarp, just tarp. put it under the yeah. wheels. See, all I carry is a tarp. A tarp? <laughs> tarp, just a tarp. Just leave with a tarp. <laughs> oh, Everything right. on your list can be replaced can be with a tarp. tarp. It's Mother. the
0: iPhone of winter gear. <laughs> it was actually the inspiration for the iPhone. They're like, if only we could make a phone that was as useful as this tarp, um, then we would really have something. You know, to me, the, the tarp for me is a military poncho. I fucking, you can use a military poncho for fucking anything. You no, make no, a no, tent no, out of no, it. No, no,
1: no, 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 See, your military poncho is just a tarp with a hole, <laughs> in, the it. Tarp with
0: a hole in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You cut a hole in the tarp. You put your cut head through it. Yeah. Put your head through it. Yeah, it's you're there. go. Yeah. Everything on it. your list can be replaced with a tarp. No, it's yeah. a good point. You know, it's a, it is a good point. Must have a tarp. One must have a tarp. I, uh, yeah, I don't carry a tarp. I think I might throw one in there. Though. It's it's you know? so
1: good. You know, in all honesty, and I'm, I'm being actually serious here. The mm-hmm. um, I think it's the eleven by seven silver tarp from mm-hmm. Harbor Freight. Yeah, it's like seven dollars. And uh, keeps you from getting wet it, in, yeah. you know, you can put it above you, you know, tie it mm-hmm. on a string, you know, mm-hmm. to make a little shelter. You can put it underneath the car if you have to work on it so you don't get yep. slush or sleet or snow on yourself. Stay mm-hmm. dry. Uh, I mean, it really does have a, a variety of uses. And it's super handy. I, I definitely recommend the tarp. I uh, You make a tarp hammock? And it doesn't take up much space in your car. No, no, it's easy to fly. You
0: put it under the seat. So great. You can make a
1: funnel out of it, you know, just crimp it together. You can make so a fun for
0: children's tarp. fort, you know. Keep the kids yeah. entertained. Yeah, that's oh, great. If you need to, great. like, you know, tie up a body or something, throw it in the river. You got. You just put it in the you tarp. You can use.
1: You can use it as a sled. Oh, you can you, put. Yeah. Yeah, you true. can put people in the tarp, and mm-hmm. never mind. That's a whole other thing. Yeah, and it's anyway, a whole different thing. Yeah, it's you a know, whole that's different, a different
0: thing. kind of recovery. Um, but uh, you know, a funny story. I used to live on an old military base, um, and uh, <laughs> they're uh, an abandoned haunted just in a missile silo. Yeah, in a missile silo. Yeah. And, you know, I, for those of you who, who maybe haven't lived in military housing, uh, often, especially in Canada, the ditches on either side, the drainage, there's no sidewalks or like, you know, any any of that. They just dig a trench between the road and the house. And there's a little gap in the trench for a driveway so you can drive over the trench to get in. And they just let the snow and everything just kind of like run into the trench and then the ground absorbs. It, and it's fine. You don't need to worry about it. Um, the problem is, is when it snows enough, the trench is invisible. And so folks come in to deliver pizzas to the house Chinese food I I feel bad because a poor Chinese food guy he would come he would deliver food and he would back out of our driveway and you could see because our living room kind of you know faced the road and you'd see the headlights you know pulling out of the driveway and then they would be pointing at the roof because it would just go backwards (laughs) and the back wheels would go in and those lights would be pointing at the ceiling. And, and you so, never
1: thought. And you never thought maybe we should put a reflector on a post no, no, or something no, to give no, them no, an never, idea of where the road is.
0: <laughs> Instead, I would back. I would back the defender in, and I would have a toe strap, uh, just kind of wrapped around the bumper. And I would just quickly run out, throw the toe strap on the guy's car, back the defender up a little bit, pull him out of the thing, and he was done. And I was off to dinner. So, um, yeah. So it's I, I like to have a toe strap because if you have a big four by four vehicle, especially in like the part of Canada that I'm from, we're all extremely helpful. We're we're uh, required by the queen to help each other out of ditches when we find ourselves in them, mm. <laughs> and so uh, yeah, we always have the little uh, the little uh, pull pal uh, kind of kit there, so that uh, you know a dynamic rope and uh, a little uh, you know shackle, or I had like a tow truck recovery hook that works mm-hmm. pretty good for like pulling the uh, air dams off of uh, Subarus. Real good at doing that i oh, done that yeah. a couple of times. Yeah. I don't know. Nowadays, I, you probably have to have a waiver that you'd have to have somebody sign before you could pull them on the ditch.
1: You let them hook up the tow hook to their own car. That's yeah, a good idea. I ripped the exhaust off a cop car doing that one time. <laughs> 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 yep. I was like, officer, you have to hook this up yourself. Mm. And he did, and I, he hooked it to the exhaust. Uh,
0: that's not how that works. Yep, yeah, that's not how that works. What about, uh, how do you feel about uh, chains? Have you ever lived anywhere where you have to chain up to go up hills I live
1: things? somewhere now where yeah, I have to, chain, to chain up. up so, yeah. um, you know, here in the Valley of Oregon, we don't get a lot of snow, but there's a number of mountain passes around where I live. And mm-hmm. so if you want to go anywhere in the winter, you have to carry chains, even a four-wheel drive car, um, mm-hmm. And if you're towing a trailer, the trailer has to have chains. Oh, really? So it is, uh, it is actually it. pretty critical. I yeah. like the V-bar chains, you know? Mm-hmm. They've got a little mm-hmm. V welded to each chain link. Mm-hmm. And uh, those do give you a lot of traction on and off-road. Mm-hmm. So I do carry chains in my cars when I'm driving over the passes
0: in the winter time. Yeah, and bog clogs. Just uh, stick them on the uh, car, bog clog through yeah, I like to do a show on the bog clock. A lot of
1: people are a lot of people are chains on the back, but I'm actually a chains on the front person. If yeah. I'm only going to run two chains, yeah, you know, two chains. Uh, at any rate, um, that's why they call you Ike Two Chains. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's right. Yeah, and that epic. way you can steer. I yeah. don't know how many of you like to steer, but yeah. I like to steer. And so what you find is a lot of people put the chains on the back, and then mm. they just go straight off the road. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a perfect traction to send them right over the cliff. Yeah, No, it's good. Yeah. way They get there way quicker than if they didn't have those chains on the back. But, uh, yeah, I, I usually have all four chains. Sometimes going up to Big Bear here, you, you'd have to have them. And in Canada, there, there are times of the year where you just don't ever take the chains off you just mm-hmm. have the drive mm-hmm. driving the town that's why the roads are completely destroyed uh, through the national parks and things the forest rover's along. getting chains ooh whoa what kind of chains go on a forest rover that's like the best kind it's a chain ladder from like a child's playground it's just yeah. a, like a 5 meter long set of chains wow that sounds awesome
1: Oh yeah it's gonna yeah. get it's gonna get chains yeah, yeah. for sure um, yeah I actually got the cab base for the Forest Rover.
0: How do you make those wheels bigger and heavier uh, it had chains yeah chains. No. Chains are awesome. Are you going to open up a CrossFit gym so you can have people fit them and unfit them for you as an exercise regime? No, they're just going to stand around, like, waving the chains like yeah. goobers. Yeah, and flip your tires over and stuff. It's a good way to get the tires rotated, though. You know, have those Oh, tires. yeah. Just, just invite those
1: cross, CrossFit dudes over.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah, I'm sure they're already, you know, the standing... Wednesday lunch invitation from the CrossFit gang over at the Pangolin Four x Four Garage. There, there's a lot of crossover. So you know how you, know.
1: you can tell if somebody does CrossFit. No, how can you tell? They
0: will tell you. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> 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 yep. true. That's true. That's true. Um, so what about a block heater? You 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 run the uh, the old uh, the old block heaters up there? You ever do that? I
1: I have a few cars with block heaters, and uh, we don't necessarily have to use them here in the valley. But every once in a while, I get a car from a cold place and it yeah. has a block heater on them and they're yeah. great yeah it's cool uh, the coolant block heaters are mm-hmm. fabulous they work really well just plug mm-hmm. them in overnight mm-hmm. um there's also the diesel fired block heaters and i think there's some um even some petrol powered block heaters and you can just like stand in your house and turn those on and it heats the coolant up and uh, nice. i think uh the uh ever ever oh, yeah. makes uh, makes a heater like that that's uh it, it really is nice it, yeah. the heater's hot when you get in your car it's super nice
0: yeah it's super cool they um in canada we uh, will run extension cords over the sidewalk and like the the fancy houses will have like a little little kind of hook thing that will take it up over top of the sidewalk everybody else just lays it across the sidewalk and you know whatever the problem is is you'll have the little the little the little shovel sweeper sort of snowblower things it'll come by and just whip that cable in half and you come out and your car is frozen solid in the morning so you can't can't go but everybody's got a front yard uh cable to plug in their car along the street that's a big that's very popular in canada man we're ready to we're ready to electrify uh, the country already uh, you know <laughs> our cars have been plugged in since the 19 uh, the 1970s so no it's problem true. yeah we're it's ready true. to go that would make go. it good very easy for us so finally a, a land rover uh, in the movies um as i know you are a huge fan of the marvel cinematic universe um true. and uh, in fact uh, uh, were were featured prominently in the Black Widow uh, film uh, as the uh, as the Russian equivalent of uh, Captain America. Um, great performance, by the way. I think you uh, you did an outstanding job. Oh, but, uh, yeah. Thank you. you That's know, sweet of you to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, now, incredible. this
1: is not the first Marvel movie that we're going to discuss that's had land rivers in it. You is that true?
0: That is there a, is there another one that uh, I'm not aware there, of?
1: There is, there is, it's really? a brief one. It's a brief uh. scene, but it's a, it's a very noteworthy one. Mm-hmm. I, I really do enjoy it. It's a, uh, I believe one of the Thor movies. I think, oh, okay. uh, yep. I think that the, the Hulk is riding in the back of the defender mm. or maybe it's an Avengers. movie. at any rate, it's one of those yep. films. Hulk is riding in the back of a defender 110 and the defender is like, really sagging ass as it's driving (laughs) They're They're going to see Thor and he's, 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 he's riding in the back. That's That's actually pretty funny. It's a pretty funny scene with the, with the land but today's what tell, tell us about
0: today's, Land Rover in the movies. Well, today's is the uh, the brand new and and critically acclaimed um, Shang Chi and the Ten Rings, which is uh, which is uh, fantastic. Shang Chi is one of uh, like a a, you know quite an old um, Marvel story, actually Marvel comic book. Um, A lot of people think I think that he was invented for the cinematic universe, but he has comic books ranging back to the. I don't know, really far back, easily the 60s, if not even, even before that. Um, but anyways, uh, great film, but every bad guy in the film, uh, and in fact the, the Ten Rings, which is the, the sort of bad guy gang, all drive uh, black one ten land rovers. Um, they look to be Puma. It's not a Puma. Uh, they look to be Pumas, uh, TDCI, uh, defenders. I don't, I don't like that. I don't know why I don't like the Puma name. I don't like, I like TDCI. It's fine. I know what you're talking about. The bumpy hood one. I got it. You know, that's, that's one of those vicious animals that doesn't sound
1: very vicious, like a no, cougar, no, no. No. A, a cougar, a jaguar, you know, yeah. like a, yeah. a mountain lion. Those mm-hmm. all sound kind of vicious, mm-hmm. but, a, a Puma, it Puma. just sounds like, yeah, ew. it just sounds like an ill e- cat, yeah. P- yeah,
0: like ew, <laughs> ew, oh, ew. ew, yeah. Anyways, they have tons of pumas in the uh, in the show. All the bad yes. guys, uh, they uh, that drive them, uh, several are destroyed in a uh, uh, scene in the uh, in the film. And the uh, the the good guys, uh, Shang-Chi and his uh, and his gang, they uh, they drive uh, a BMW i. X5 or the whatever the SUV, the all electric SUV that's coming out. Uh, next year, uh, that's what they drive. So, uh, great branding opportunity for BMW. Eh, not so great for Land Rover. Seeing as they don't actually make that car anymore, <laughs> there's really not much to. Some uh, some Hollywood uh, vehicle rental place, it's certainly not one here in LA, uh, but somebody over in the UK, man, just has a fleet of black defenders that seem to be the bad guy car in every movie these days.
1: You know, I, I was actually unclear as to whether there was just one and they were replicating it in CGI, mm-hmm. or whether there were actual multiple defenders uh used in the film, but uh yeah, if you like a, a, a kung fu movie or you like a superhero movie, this yeah. is uh this is yeah, it's worth watching. Yeah, and it's, great. Um, it's
0: got Aquafina in it. She's super funny. Um, you know, it's good yeah, it gets a little Crouching Tiger hidden dragony. They've got some uh you know wire work Michelle Yao, Michelle Yao is in it. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good show. Speaking of Crouching Tiger, it's a uh, it's a good movie. I enjoyed it and that was that was good and it's a it's a dip into a part of the marvel comic book world that people don't necessarily um, entirely appreciate. So yeah, eventually
1: cool. they'll have a superhero that represents every ethnicity possible. Oh, without question. And Marvel. Oh, that uh, was the
0: Eternals. That was that the was Eternals. Eternals. Yeah, and uh, that that film, Eternals. I haven't seen it yet. You know, and I'm a big, either. I'm a big comic book guy, and uh, I haven't seen it yet. I'm waiting. I'm going to wait until it comes out on Disney Plus because <laughs> I just, you know, I'm not. I went to see Ghostbusters. No question. I was. I was. There was no world in which I was missing Ghostbusters. Well, I'm yeah. not going to risk. I'm not going to risk uh, death for, uh, for the old. Uh, the old uh, Eternals. It's an interesting comic book, but it's some weird Jack Kirby stuff. I don't know, a lot of block chin sort of drawing people. I don't know. It's not my favorite thing in the whole world, but anyways, Shang Chi full uh, Shang Chi rather f- uh, absolutely full of uh, Defender, chock a block full, if you will, of uh, of Land Rover uh, Puma defenders. Uh, so uh, check it out. Uh, yeah, go, for uh, sure. go see it; it's worth it. It's on Disney Plus now, and you can, uh, yeah, you can watch it for no additional money, which is always, which is always nice. Um, so, Ike, that's wrapping it up uh, for this uh, week. Uh, another, another week in the book. Eh, episode forty-two. We're already at episode 42. Holy moly. Who would have known? I am crushed that we didn't have any time to discuss Nando's. You are right. Unfortunately, we've completely run out again uh, of time this week for Nando's. So we apologize uh, to them uh, for not getting uh, to Ike's review of Nando's. We will make sure uh, to make time for we'll that. We'll get to Nando's it. We'll episode. get so Yeah, we're going to get to it for sure. Uh, next week, uh, we have uh, none other, none other than Bob Ives, Camel Oof. Trophy winner. Uh, Land Rover uh, Icon. Uh, I'll tell you, man. These last uh, these last few weeks, I mean, uh, our new some, publicist uh, is really getting uh, some good guests, knocking it some out good of the park. Guess. Yeah, knocking yeah. it out of the park. So we'll talk to uh, Bob, obviously, about uh, Camel Trophy, about uh, winning the event in '89, about uh, you know his defender uh, that he won the trophy and he still owns it. It's there on the farm. We saw it when we were there visiting him. Uh, talk to him about why there's so many bog clogs lying around his farm. Um, a lot of bog and, clogs. Uh, yeah, a lot of bog clogs. A lot a lot a lot. And uh, yeah, and, and any number of. Of of other things. Looking very forward to that. Um, Of course, uh, last week's uh, episode, if you uh, haven't heard, uh, the uh, incomparable Jeremy Hart. Amazing uh, dude. Automotive journalist and just all around great guy. We're going to have Jeremy on again at some point in the future to get to the other 100 stories uh, that he has, and uh, yeah, we've got some fun uh, stuff coming up on the old, uh, you know, please, uh, if you are interested in getting stuff by uh, Christmas for, again, anyone that uh, maybe owes you money or you feel as though have slighted you during the year and you'd like to get them a gift from the Underpowered Hour store, uh, order soon because in order to get it to you for christmas uh we're going to need it in the next couple weeks as uh ike and i are taking a little break over the holiday and uh and so although there will be shows you won't notice uh but we sure will because we're not going to be doing it every week uh so uh look forward to uh that to uh things that are taken uh, wildly out of time and if there's big news that happens over that time we'll be completely oblivious. so we'll uh, we'll uh we'll c- catch up in the new year uh but ike as always It's been uh, nothing but a uh, pleasure. Uh, Stay warm, enjoy the toque, and uh, we'll uh, talk to you soon. All right, Stephen. It was great. Looking forward to next time. Take care. underpowered hour is produced by me steve barris and ike goss pavel svartov composed and performed our theme music consider supporting the show on patreon and if you already do thank you your support makes the show possible for even more check out our instagram or facebook